Hey, and I'm not just mentioning this because our latest sponsor to sign on is Aiden Conley Artisanal Spoon Makers. Uh, but in Wales, they uh, give each other handcrafted wooden spoons to show their love and dedication to each other. Uh, Aiden might want to get over there uh, next year and, and sell his entire inventory of spoons. He could. Hey, welcome to Time Out with Patty C. This is a new podcast where we talk about things that went through your mind when you were stuck in Time Out. Alrighty, welcome everybody. Another episode of Time Out with Patty C. A special Valentine's Day episode. And tonight we got TD. Say hello to the crowd, TD. Hello, everybody. It's nice to be here again. Papa Giggs. Hello, all the lovers out there. And Mikey D. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Now, uh, we have a few members that are not with us today, and, and we, uh, we give them a shout out that they're feeling better and one day they can get by. And uh, I have a little uh, Valentine's uh, lesson or episode uh, check-in from Face. And uh, here's Face's uh, opinion on Valentine's Day. Hey, you mother... <laughs> Face said he wasn't gonna. It might, this might not be the best episode for him to uh, chime in on Valentine's Day, <laughs> but uh, but that's what it is. First question, round robin, history of Valentine's Day. Delve deep into the origins, evolution of this holiday. Or hey, you can make stuff up too. So, uh, Mikey D, what do you got? Valentine's Day. So I always heard that the, the history of Valentine's Day was this guy named Sal, Sal Valentine, mm-hmm. was walking through Emmaus, and uh, he's on his way to Funk. Yeah. And Cupid was flying around and hit him with his arrow just as he was walking in. And the first thing he saw was a citrus, and he fell madly in love with the Funk citrus. Perfect. And it went down in history. That, And they started calling him a saint, you know, because it kind of went with Sal and, you know. I like it. I like yeah. it. That was what I heard. I don't know if it's true, but I did. I did read it on uh, the talk of the town. Talk of the town. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> TD, what do you got for us? Hey, and I'm not just mentioning this because our latest sponsor to sign on is Aiden Conley Artisanal Spoon Makers. <laughs> uh, but in Wales, they. Uh, give each other handcrafted wooden spoons to show their love and dedication to each other. Uh, But that's every year on January 25th, which is known as Lover's Day. And some Welsh saint that I can't pronounce, Saint Dawa Wiwiwinwin or something like that. But anyway, yeah, I thought so. uh, Aiden might want to get over there uh, next year and, and sell his entire inventory of spoons. He can make a killing. He could. And Papa Giggs, what do you got? Well, I went to the classic history, although I do like those stories, and I, I, I like Mike's. I think that actually could lead to some local sponsorship. Um, but yeah, I read about the, the old Roman uh, Empire, St. Valentine or Valentine, however they pronounced it back then, that he was being persecuted for you know helping Christians and um, a couple different stories about him. But supposedly... He re- restored sight to the blind daughter of his jailer. Even though he's jailed, he's helping out the blind daughter in just act, an act of love. Um, he signed the jailer's uh, daughter a letter, signed your Valentine, and uh, 
we've been signing cards and letters like that ever since. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I, I did a little, I did, did the research on the same thing. And it's, um, I like what they said at, on the internet. It was uh, uh, St. Valentine of Valentine's Day is one of the two guys preaching the good word in Rome in the third century. So it's a nice little, uh, nice little history there. Question number two, love in the time of COVID-19. Uh, we can talk about how the pandemic, pandemic affected relationships and dating. I'll go first, and not to be on a negative side, but um, I do remember hearing a few stories where, like, the pandemic hit and the couple just moved in together. <laughs> and after about three weeks, they were like, mistake. Mikey D, what do you got? Well, I'm kind of in that same line. Same line. I um, I had a couple thoughts. First of all, um, I heard there was a big baby boom after the uh, pandemic. For people that were already in relationships, I would think primarily, but you never know. But then you, you brought up a, you brought up something that made me think about. I, I thought I heard a story about some couples that went on like first dates right during the lockdown, and then they were like locked down together, and they were like strangers, but they had to like spend these ten days together. Um, and oh, you know, I don't yeah, know, yeah, I don't yeah. know how it turned out necessarily, but I think it probably also ruined a lot of one night stands. That's an interesting yeah. reality show. There probably weren't many one night stands during COVID. Papa Giggs, what do you got? A couple things. Actually, Mike, Mikey Deeds made me think, uh, you remember that one story early in the pandemic, the couple went on a honeymoon and they were stranded at the resort and their honeymoon turned into like weeks long. And they were the only couple at this resort and the re resort people were catering to them because there was yeah. nobody else there and they were stuck. They couldn't get back to, I think it was America. I can't remember what country. So I thought that was a cool one, but I can imagine, yeah, I can imagine going one way or the other because you're going to spend a lot of time, you know, that person that you're in the relationship, living with, married with, you're going to spend a lot of time and that could be a good thing or that could be a bad thing, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Dating apps, I'm sure it could be helpful because you're not going to be meeting people out as much so you can still meet people over the app. Maybe some people, I don't mean this in a mean way, were helped by wearing the mask and maybe that helped them a little bit, you know? <laughs> so certainly would have an impact. I hear you. And TD, what do you got? Uh, the thing that sounded absolutely horrific to me was Zoom dating. So uh, I remember hearing plenty of stories about people being on dating apps and then you couldn't go out and actually meet people. So you were having virtual dates, which... You know, like a first date with someone you don't really know is difficult anyway. And now you're doing it on the internet, you know, with sure. video chat. Like, it's just bizarre. It had to be awful. And I, I talked to some people, some friends who were in that situation. And they said it was it was just pretty terrible. Like, I, I didn't hear any good stories about it. Well, you know, we're, we are all married and our wives are just awesome. Like, Absolutely. sauce. And we'll, we'll lead into the anti- Valentine's Day, explore some anti-romantic sediments. Question three, anti-Valentine's Day sediment, do do we have any? TD, we'll go back to you. Yeah. Um, so anything? when I was doing when I was doing my research on Valentine's traditions around the world, I was interested by South Korea, and they actually have they celebrate some type of Lovers' Day on the fourteenth of every month, which I thought was kind of interesting. Huh. But eight, but April fourteenth is called the Black Day, and that's where all the single people who don't have partners eat black noodles in mourning. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, that's perfect. That sounds great. I would, you know, I'd actually 
really kind of like to check that out. So, yeah. So kind of un- mm-hmm. unromantic, you know, black noodle festivities. Sure. Papa gigs. I just think the commercialism that comes along with it, you know, um, I don't buy those greeting cards anymore, but you know, not to be a, a $6 greeting card cheapy, but you know, these <laughs> greeting cards. I'm with you, say, brother. Yeah. They don't say anything that you really mean. I'd rather have a, no. just a nice blank card with a pretty flower and write my own thing, but that's right. Commercialism be forced to, you know, the, the overpriced flowers that they mark up silly amounts. Right. Sure. Um, yep. Getting the jewelry that maybe, you know, she does or doesn't need. Um, yep. Some of that stuff, you know, the, the forced commercialism is, I think, the thing that's, nah, that yeah. I don't want to go for. Absolutely. I'd rather have yeah. two sentiments. Mikey D? So I, I agree. I think there's a lot of pressure on Valentine's Day. So I think it should, uh, and the commercialism, I think that's crazy. But I think you really touched on something here, Pat. I didn't realize there is an anti Valentine's Day week. I checked no. it out and uh, it starts on the 15th of February. Um, with slap day. So I guess you're supposed to slap people (laughs) and then maybe, (laughs) and then, uh, it ends up with uh, breakup day on February 21st, a week later. So in between people celebrate kick day, perfume day, flirt day, confession day, and missing day. So, you know, we could have a whole week of, of, you know, celebrations here. Or maybe maybe we should maybe face you know, be into some of those his holidays. I don't he know. He might be. <laughs> he might at one time would have loved this. Um, and I I did a search, and it's the candy hearts. I love the candy hearts, especially when I was younger, and you would get them. But you can buy some on Amazon, and it says, "Ooh, not you. Cannot stand you. <laughs> Bite me. Ugh. Go away. Love stinks." So, you know, what would be funny is if there was a Valentine's party and you snuck them in and put them in the candy <laughs> dish so everybody could see. Now, I know we do not have any Valentine disasters uh, because uh, we're just awesome guys. But if you had any of some friends, as I put my fingers in quotation marks, I'll start off. I don't think I ever missed a Valentine's Day. You don't need to, and like you just said, you, you don't need the 12 dozen roses and the card. It's like, hey, let's um, let's go to, um, let's go out to a restaurant and let's just enjoy the day. So uh, that's a good one. And if anybody, I'll just throw that round robin around. If anybody had any uh, Valentine's Day disasters, go ahead, TD. So I was in uh, 11th grade and I was mm. uh, really, I've been, I've been working for, most of the school year of my 11th grade year trying to impress this girl named I'll change her name to Angie, which was her actual name. And, and, uh, I scored, finally she agreed to go out with me Valentine's day, no less. So, you know, I was obviously wearing her down, took her to pizza hut. So, you know, this was serious. Uh, but in 1986, that was a big deal. Um, and we got there and the pizza came out and I took a few bites and then got horribly sick. Um, like ran out of the restaurant and hurled all Mm. over the parking lot. Um, yeah. So I don't know what that was. I don't know if that was a a really poorly timed, uh, you know, stomach bug or if it was actually something in the pizza was really, really bad, which is possible. It was (laughs) pizza hut. Um, 
but yeah, uh, so that was my one and only date with Angie. That was a lot of time invested to throw up in a Pizza Hut parking lot on Valentine's Day. It was epic. Yep. She didn't want to see you after that again? No, we 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 remained friends. We remained friends. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Sure. <laughs> and so I am assuming you do not like the the Rolling Stones song Angie. <laughs> It's better than Angie Gross, Reading High, class of 87, but. Sure. Papa Gigs, anything? Um, My wife was in the room. <laughs> and uh, I, she, I'm sure she'll tune in. So I'm not yeah. going to tell the story. I'm just going to say the Valentines, when she lived in Baltimore during grad school, I'm just going to say that. And she'll, yeah. she'll know what I'm talking about. I can't tell the story. I don't want to get into things, but. uh. It's, uh, I don't know. Maybe Valentine's gone wrong. No, but hey, here we are, thirty nope. years later. So enough, enough said. Now we can laugh. Mikey it worked G. out. I, I don't have any major disasters, but I, I feel for people that get married on Valentine's Day and then it doesn't work out. Yeah, and they end up splitting up or getting divorced. I mean, you just ruined that holiday for for the rest of your life, pretty yep. much. So for all you listeners out there that are not yet married, don't get married on Valentine's yeah. Day. Good advice. Time. Here, here. That's a good one. I like it. It's like you have to spend the rest of Valentine's Day in Roman Roman prisons, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, question five. Name two superheroes or comic book characters that show unconventional love stories showcasing their weirdness of it. And I will go first. They're not really crazy superheroes. I thought their relationship was spot on. And that's the $6 million man. <laughs> and the and she was six million too, right? This bionic woman. woman or the bionic woman. I she, yeah. you know what? The, you know, I when I when I wrote that down, I was like, well, what happens if she was like eight million, and then like they would go out to, on dates, and she was like, you remember, I'm eight million. But uh, <laughs> Lindsay Wagner, she was a cutie back then, and listen, Lee was not that bad looking either. You know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> Go Clark, ahead. We're Papa talking Gig. Lee Majors, not yeah. Lee, uh, the guy. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, not face, but Lee Majors. Uh, how about you, Mikey D? What do you got? Um, well, I'm kind of like you. I, I couldn't come up with any good comic book hero couples, but um, have you guys ever seen the movie Harold and Maude? It's from like the 70s or 80s. Um, Is that the 80s. young guy and the older lady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they have this romance, and he's like, you know, 20. And she's like 70, you know, uh, but they have this, you know, blossoming romance and they have all these common interests and they're really weird and quirky interests, but like they hang out in cemeteries and stuff. But um, it was a really kind of a touching movie. And if you haven't seen it, I'd suggest you check it out. It's kind of a cult classic. And they get along. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. True love. Papa, G Papa Giggs, what do you got? I don't know much about comic book heroes, so. And it's, it's a different kind of love, but I'm just going to throw up Batman and Robin. You know, they have their own kind of shtick and, you know, just a platonic loving relationship that they work well together. So there you go. It's, a, you know, it's not what we think of Valentine's love, but I think there's some love there. Yeah. I, I it's like, I'm not, you know, just love, respect. They just seem like, you know, two good buddies. Sure. And, you know, on, on that, after a while, they'll be like, Robin's going to say something dumb again. Like, holy cow batman and and he, batman it never phased him he was like yeah that's my buddy yeah. you know yep yep he sticks with him yeah 
almost like that fatherly son kind of thing, but yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. TD, what do you got? Uh, following up on Batman and Robin, which is great. And by the way, I had a $6 million man doll. It wasn't, but it wasn't a doll. It was an action figure. Yeah. Uh, It had the ratcheting arm. You press the thing on the back and the arm lifted. It it came with an engine anyway. So, so I love the $6 million man, but following up on Batman and Robin, I I don't know really comic book heroes either. So I went with the Saturday night live, uh, skit comics, uh, the ambiguously gay duo, uh, which if you ever saw that it's completely inappropriate and absolutely hilarious. Um, (laughs) So, but it's a whole play on the Batman and Robin men running around in leotards and what exactly is going on here kind of thing. Um, it's probably, it wasn't PC then. It certainly wouldn't fly now, but sure. I absolutely love it. It makes me laugh every time I see it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. All righty. We could go, we could talk forever about this, but let's go right into the music. A, a great breakup song or a finding love song or just a song with the word love in it and i'm gonna go first and i'm just gonna i had so many and i don't have the soundboard in but i'm gonna put it on and dj is not here and i know he might pull in some dead songs jerry and janice came on in the 70s and i forget what show it was and him and uh, her and jerry sang turn on your love light and it was like a 14-minute version, and it was just through the roof. Uh, and that's a great song with uh, love in it. And who? how can you not love, feel like making love from bad company, you know? That just is ripping. Um, and then you got, I don't know how many Bob Marley songs with the word love in it. But I always love Tainted Love. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, I love always good. love yeah. tainted love. TD, what do you have? And and throw a couple out because um, I know there's so many out there. So, yeah, so for my um, for my great song about love, mm-hmm. I always I've always really really enjoyed the Beatles. All you need is love. Yeah, uh, it, I know it's kind of goofy and you know, but I absolutely love that song, uh, and it just always makes me smile and and makes me feel good and you know, lighthearted. So I like that. Um, on the the not really a song about a breakup, but kind of the anti-love song or anti-Valentine's Day song. And I don't want to take Mike D's uh, answer here. I hope I'm not stealing this. But uh, Night Ranger, Don't Tell Me You Love Me, which which I, I still have that on several playlists today. I still I heard that song today in the car. Uh, and it, it basically, you know, just, you know, it's, it's somebody who's angry that in a relationship, don't tell me you love me. I just don't want to know. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one that I thought about was uh, Puddle of Mud, She Hates Me. Oh, yeah. Uh, Adam, if you're, if you're going to play that one, be careful because there is no clean version of that song. So he really <laughs> emphasizes that she That's a good one. freaking hates him. So, yeah. So just, uh, but anyway, I thought of those right off the bat. Not, not at all Valentine's Day songs. So kind of the antithesis. Excellent. Papa Giggs, what do you got? Well, I, <clears throat> I hate to give a shout out to a terrible song, but we talk about bad breakup songs. And I just think Neil Sedaka breaking up was hard to do. Yes. It's just awful. <laughs> I know it captures an era and a style of music, and I, I guess it captures it well, but that song, I just think terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. Um, yeah. yeah so, <laughs> please don't play it, but whatever. You need to play, maybe. <laughs> Make the listeners cringe. 
You know, when I searched for that, because I didn't have it in my iTunes library, the picture, (laughs) the album cover of him, it's like when he was like 20. Yeah, yeah, it's a young Neil Sedaka, right? (laughs) Um, Yeah, like you said, so many good ones, you know. uh, um, I just mentioned one. It's not the best, like, romantic love song, but a band I really enjoy right now, Big Thief, saw them in concert. uh, Yep. Last week in Philadelphia, great song, Love, 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 and yeah, like, TD said tons of great Beatles songs yeah. um, that are so good. Even like something as simple as I want to hold your hand. <laughs> it's like, yeah. early I thought of that Beatles one too. Great. And yeah. then the mature late Beatles. It's yeah, so good. You two, you know, like the two hearts beat is one with or without you yep. um, from our, our number one band from the bracket. So, so many good ones. And then you got the dark ones like love will tear us apart by joy division. I always, I always think that's such a good song, but uh, it's kind of sad, but it's a, it's a definitely a song uh, with, Strong feelings about love. Yes, yes. Mikey D, what do you have? Um, well, one of the first ones that popped into my mind, which is kind of scary to think about it, was uh, Love in an Elevator by Aerosmith. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that was a, that's, you know, kind of a unique look at love uh, in a strange place. Um, but as far as, like, the worst song, uh, I had a couple thoughts about that. So one was... Um, the Eric Clapton song, Wonderful Tonight. I mean, it's, you yeah. know, this, this melody and, you know, this beautiful song and it's, you know, but the history or the story I always heard about that song was he wrote it because he was always like waiting for his wife. She was never good enough or ready enough or she was always looking for compliments and he had to kind of write the song like to say, yeah, you're, you're, you look wonderful tonight, even though. You know, she was always milking for compliments. And I never really liked that song anyway, but I do like the kind of meaning, the twisted meaning about it. I think that's kind of cool. Sure. Um, and then the other bad song I thought about was a uh, bad love song was um, Higher Than a Mountain by Andy Gibb. So, you know, if you oh. want to play that for our listeners in lieu of Neil Sedaka, <laughs> yeah. play that one. <laughs> you know, it's funny because the um, there's a lot of songs from uh, – from that era like the disco disco inferno love this but love was always a big a big word back then mm-hmm. and listen uh, while before before we uh i guess we we talked about that because that was a and b worst love songs breakup songs finding love it the word love is not in there but it's implied it's the billy squire song <laughs> called the stroke which yeah. is just <laughs> Now listen, the song is the song, but the video is even worse than the song. If you remember, like watching that video, lot. and uh, did anyone ever like go up to Billy Squire like during the like the practice session of that and say, "Billy, I don't think this is such a good idea." <laughs> no, no. I always, <laughs> I always wondered what he was going for in that song. Like, I, I mean, I, obviously, I know what he was going for, but it, like, how? I don't know. How do you perform that with a a straight face. I don't know. And I liked Billy Squire back then. So. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm not a big rap guy, but California Love, the remix by Tupac is killer. That's fantastic. There was one killer song that you might want to listen to with your wife at a show or walking down or with the headphones on. Uh, Somebody to Love by Queen, you know, was just Remember when that Bohemian Rhapsody album came out? It was just like it just took over the storm, you know. Yeah, I I loved your uh, California Love. That's I absolutely love that song. 
Uh, and another one that I could listen to for eternity, which Giggs mentioned earlier, is uh, With or Without You by U2. Yeah. That's kind of a, you know, a tortured love song. But I, I mean, that is just such a great song. And just the wailing vocals and the, the, the understated, you know, bass and, and guitar and just builds and builds and builds. I, I just love that song. Sure, sure. Papa Giggs? I talked about this way back on a show, but I, I still like, for me, Bruce Springsteen, Born to Run is one of the best songs of all time. And, you know, there's that element of these two, you know, these two tramps like us who are, um, who are trying to hit it and, and, and make it out there together. There's just something about that song that hair stands up my arms every time I hear it. It's, you know, kind of a desperate song, has that energy, has that escape with, you know, these two young yeah. folks. So um, that's nice. That's yeah, nice. I listen to thousand times over. Sure. That's a great pick. Uh, last last question, time machine question. We are renting out our time machine. We are not. This is the one day we are not. We are not in the time machine. But don't worry, it's not going to get destroyed. We are charging large amount of money to rent this thing out. It's it's a time machine for couples for this special day. Who are the couples and where do they go for their special Valentine's date? Or for the twisted people of our podcast right now, what couples do you pick to have the worst Valentine's date in our time machine? So they get in the time machine. They can program it to go wherever they want for one day. And then they can come back. TD, who is your couple that's taking over the time machine? Well, being a history guy. Uh, I'm going with Louis the 16th and Marie Antoinette. Uh, and they're going to, they're going to rent out the time machine. They had a lot of money and they're going to pay big money to go back before January 21st, 1793. That's when loose, uh, that's when, uh, Louis loses his head. Marie yeah. is going to lose her head about eight months later. So I think they're probably going to take the time machine. They're going to go anywhere, but Paris and they're not coming back. They're not interested in coming back. So we can just leave them anywhere. We can leave them in the Mesozoic era or whatever. Sure. They or they can hang out with Bill and Ted in San Dimas. Uh, they they're not coming back. So I thought that was a good pick. Helped them escape that terrible uh, end of their lives and and maybe you know rock on for the rest of eternity somewhere else. I like that. That's good. You have a heart. That's that's what I like about everyone on our podcast. We are true lovers. That might have been a little dark. I don't know, but it's the first thing that popped into my head. So, Papa Giggs, who are you sending into the time machine? I don't know if I should say what I want to say. Mine's a little has a heart deep down inside. It's twisted. It's, it's I don't want to say it's political because I don't think love is political. But I can I can I say what I want to say? You can say whatever. So I want to send one of these politicians who's aiming laws at taking away rights of gay homosexual couples. And I want to send them on a Valentine date with several couples who are gay. And, and, and I want them, I want, I want the gay couples to have a great time. I don't want that person who's, who they despise because they're making these laws, but I want them to see that love is love. And Perfect. they're in a place where there's a lot of people, you know, whatever the place might be, wherever it might be. And these people are having a great time. Maybe it's a, a nice dance party and maybe a certain governor of Florida has to go there. And uh, he has to go on the date where these people are having a great time. And this governor, it's not going to affect that, you know, it's not going to affect the great time he's there. And he's just seeing people who maybe are not exactly like him, 
love each other and have a great time. And uh, maybe he'll come out different on the other side. So that's, I my, like that's my time machine question. I like it. That is, I like that one. That's great. Mikey D. That what has do you a got? heart. That does have a heart. That's a yeah, good heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a tough one to follow. That was very good, Gigs. I like that. I was not that deep. I was much more shallow. I was thinking well, I went, of uh, I went with the beheading, so you know, <laughs> yeah. that. I was I was kind of torn between um Angelina Jolie and when she married Billy Bob Thornton about way back. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Between that and um who is the other odd couple that got married in the like eighties? Julia Roberts and um Lyle Lovett. Oh, I, that's I right. Yep. So I was going to yep, put that the, was a, that was a head scratcher. They'll go on a double date and and they'll go in the time machine and decide if they want to go back to when they met and decided if they wanted to get married, if they would really go through with the marriage again. Sure. <laughs> Probably not now that they're all divorced, but, you know, hmm. just give them a second chance, you know? Yeah, I like that. That's yeah. good. They're giving people second chances and, and it's all about opening their minds yeah, that's and right. growing. That's right. Well, I went down that route, too, because I. I got, I, I could have I should have said you should put as many people you want in there but and here's my couples and I only came up with this because today when I didn't have anyone in the top of my mind I was watching some Facebook reel and it was when Archie Bunker visited the Jefferson someplace and I'm going to put Archie and his wife and the you Jeffersons know. in what was uh, George Jefferson's wife again's name? Wheezy. 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 Yes. I'm going to yeah. put them, the four in, and even though they can go anywhere, I'm just going to program it four days of love at Woodstock and just see what happens when they come back. <laughs> Archie. Archie. <laughs> Give me another red one, Archie. <laughs> Is Meathead going to be passing him something? <laughs> <laughs> Sure, they'll probably meet the young meathead at the show. Yeah, with his daughter that snuck out and uh, and tried to get away. <laughs> oh, there you have it. All righty, there you have it, everybody. Our Valentine special. I believe we are going to get at least four more listeners after this yep. hits. It's going yeah. viral, right? For sure. Mm-hmm. Total and. um we can't lose really any listeners because I don't think we really have any. <laughs> but that's just me. Even though, even though Podcaster uh, Podomatic says uh, whenever we release a new episode, like thir- it's downloaded thirty six times. I think people forgot that they subscribe to our download, and then it just goes into their phone, and it looks like we're uh, we'll take we're big. That. We'll take that. We'll take yeah, we that. Take that stat to the sponsors or the potential sponsors. Yeah. Um, and just to let you know, the the podcast crew, uh, we all might be moving up north. And due to the warm weather, because we're all members of the 16 Stones Curling Club, and we cannot curl in this area. And we are going to have an important meeting because uh, 16 Stones is a sponsor of uh, Time Out with Patty C. <laughs> And we just, this is the, we haven't even gotten the curling stones out. They're no. still in storage. No, and so if fun. anybody has a frozen pond out there, somebody in Saskatchewan right yeah. now listening, if you yeah. just happen to stumble Can across this, north give, us, give us a shout. <laughs> Thanks again, and let's go around the table. I'm Patty C. Thanks for listening to Time Out with Patty C, episode 42, I believe, the Valentine's Ooh. Day. Mikey D. 
Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Papa Gigs. Happy Valentine's Day. Wishing everybody love and a good hug from a friend or a loved one. And TD. Uh, yeah, just piggybacking on that. Hope everybody has a great holiday, however you'd like to celebrate with uh, somebody that means something real special to you. Excellent, excellent. All righty.